Hi, I'm Wyatt. And I'm Grace. And you're listening to Our Dad and your host of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Vodacy Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Sean Moore. And thank you for listening to this on your favorite podcast platform or watching this on our YouTube channel. If you're watching it on YouTube or if you're, if you're listening on podcasts, you can find us on YouTube at Real Sean Moore. And if you're on the podcast or you're on YouTube wanting to go to the podcast, you can look it up Vodacy Vacation Rental Revolution on your favorite podcast platform. So we're going to dive in today. And a lot of times what I talk to you guys about is the overall strategy because I think most people get lost in into the weeds and they get they start to worry about all of those you know technical details and and tactics and when, without understanding their overall strategy today though we're going to talk about a tactic we're going to talk about how to really maximize your revenue as you dive into this short-term rental game if you're a property owner or if you're thinking about becoming a property owner you guys have heard me talk about pricing and pricing is a tool that we can use right now that is so underutilized and i've talked a lot about kind of the logic behind it and i'm going to re i'm going to re-talk about the logic behind it but i'm actually going to dive into some of the analytics tools i'm going to show you so if you're listening to the to the podcast i'm going to explain what we're looking at but you might want to jump over to the youtube channel so you can actually see the uh the i'm going to share a screen and, and show you some of the analytics of why i'm saying what i'm saying right some of you are like okay sean this makes sense i get it um you know i can i can charge more but it's not i, I want to see more details behind it right and so first i want to talk to you guys about you know we're, we're i'm recording this mid-february and we're a lot of you are going into the peak season right now we're, we're getting ready and ramping up for our peak summer season in many markets and, and so we're, we're getting really excited. We're seeing those bookings start to come in. And a lot of people call me up and, and our members and other people that I talk to and they're like, man, I'm getting all these bookings. This is awesome. And the first question I ask them is, what are your rates? And they're like, well, you know, kind of what they were last year or whatever else, you know, they're really, um, we've got really good, uh, really good demand for the, the amount of inventory that is in the short-term rental game. And prices are going up across the board in everything, you know, gas prices, food prices. I mean, we're, we're staring inflation right in the face right now. Everything's costing more. Buying these homes costs us more. Yet, we're, I still see so, more often than not, so often, um, the property owners are underpricing their properties. And we're seeing really high occupancy across the boards, and I'm still seeing really high occupancy. I'm seeing a lot of different markets that are booking up pretty quickly, pretty far out in advance, and people are underpricing their properties. And I'm going to talk to you about kind of the overall strategy on pricing and why I believe, but then I'm going to dive into exactly, so those of you that want to see, you know, we, we geek out on data and analytics and statistics. A lot of times on these podcasts, I don't talk to you a lot about that because it gets kind of boring, right? And, and some of you will get lost in the details without really understanding your overall strategy anyways. And so it, it's not, I feel like I'm gonna set you up for, you know, for failure. In fact, I was just talking to a lady who was interested in joining us on the marketing and, and she had all these questions on the marketing, our fancy websites and everything else. And I, I was trying to tell her that, hey, you know, not to be, rude but frankly you're focusing on the wrong things you don't have an overall strategy you should have a long-term strategy for anything you're doing short-term rentals are no different and then there should be 
processes and steps, right? We've got this big overarching strategy. Then we then we phase it down into three major phases, the acquisition, the setup and management, then the marketing. And then in each of those phases, there's different steps that we focus on. And in each of those steps, there's all these tactics that we dive into in the details. Well, she was just starting off in this process and wanted to talk about the follow-up and that we're doing on the on our marketing and all the templates and what we can do with our websites, everything else. Well, one, that's the you're you're not in the game yet. That's the the third phase in a three-part in a three-phase system that we talk about. And it's the last step in that phase that you're going to really dive into. And I was like, I don't want you to be disappointed here, but you're focusing on the last step in a process that you haven't even started. Well, what we're gonna talk about today is a step that's a little further down the line. So I just wanna, I wanna preface that for you guys, but those of you that are listening that own properties, I want you to think about this right now because most people are underpricing property. And so I wanna address that. And so, and to, to show you what I'm talking about, the highest producing properties in almost any market that we saw last year, and, and we, we have access and, and we've got in our, our Vodacy family you know, collective portfolio, we've got hundreds and hundreds of homes. And so we see a lot of different, a lot of different homes firsthand. And then we also subscribe and dive into the, you know, one of the main analytics tools, which is AirDNA, which I'm going to introduce. Uh, you, know, you guys have heard me talk about that, but I'm going to show you some of the things of how we use that. Um, but we have we can dive into almost any market and and really look at different very detailed data points and one of the things that we see is the average lead times the the how how many properties are booking we see the average nightly rates we see the occupancy in the area we see the seasonality all these different things right when it comes to pricing people are really excited when their property books really far out we get this sense of security and I understand it. And there's always going to be probably the majority of the market that that's what they're going to do. They're going to say, hey, listen, I'm okay at X amount per night. I'm going to put that there. And if I book, it's great. I don't have to worry about it. And and the and the property's going to you know do okay. Pays my mortgage, whatever it is, right? Whatever their actual property goals. Most of the market, that's what they're going to how they're going to approach this business. Those of you that are listening to this podcast, I hope you take it a little bit beyond that. I really hope that you're interested in maximizing your assets. I hope that you're interested in really diving into the details. And even those people that I feel like take it pretty serious still grossly underpriced properties right now. And, and I, I gave an example. I've done a couple podcast episodes for those of you that have listened to my this podcast for a while. I've talked about pricing before. Last June, I was showing an example of a property that we have in St. George, in, in St. George, Utah, down by Zion National Park. It's, a, in, a, it's in a purpose-built resort community. And this resort community, last year, I actually... It, to prove a point about pricing, I took and we, we kind of removed our unique experience, right? I, one of the best things you can do to maximize your revenue is have a great property, set it up with a unique experience, and then you're kind of playing in a category of one. Well, we were charging on this property, we're charging double what everybody else charges. And some people were saying, well, Sean, I get what you're saying, but you've got this property set up, you know, with all these different things. You have your own websites and you're doing all this stuff. I actually, on this property last year, I, I used it as an example and I removed our website, 
We didn't do any of our own direct marketing and website um, uh, bookings that we normally would do. I took that off. I shut that down. The other thing that we did is we didn't have any real unique experience. Property looked like a model home, if you will, right? It was a nice property, nice area, but really didn't differentiate itself from any of the other properties in this community. This community has several hundred homes and they're all townhomes for the most part, what we're, what we're competing against. There's a few single family homes, but those are we're, we're not really competing against those. We're competing against all the other townhomes in this community. There are two different floor plans in this community. We are one of the smaller, we're the smaller of the two floor plans. And, and so <clears throat> and the way that the management company, and, and by the way, in this community, you have two choices with management. So you don't really have the ability to, you can't self-manage these properties. You have to use the resort manager or one other management company they, they allow the, the, when they put all the CCNRs and homeowners association, they agree, they, they give you two choices. So everybody is really playing on an equal playing field is my point here. And so properties are the same. They're all set up very similar. They look like model homes. They're all nice and it's a newer community. All same amenities. Everybody has access to the same amenities, the shared amenities, and they're, they're priced pretty much across the board the same. And this community last year, the average price for our, our unit was $150 a night and way too low. By the way, when I bought this unit, um, we bought this unit about five years ago and the average price when we bought it for the nightly rate was $350 a night. So that'll give you an idea of why it gets so frustrating when I talk about pricing because ultimately it ends up being a race to the bottom. And, and I actually think that the management companies who are professionals, right? These guys are, these are professionals. They make more money if they actually understand pricing and so do the owners. But they allow us to price our own properties. So that was a good thing. So I said, okay, I'm gonna show I'm going to prove a point with this with this actual property that we're going to set it up and we're going to charge double what everybody else does. I called the management company up and I said, I want our prices at $300 a night. So just double whatever you're charging everybody else. I want ours doubled. And then on their larger unit, they're like, well, you're never, you're never going to book that out. The larger units only book for $187. And so they get $37 more for the larger unit than they do ours. I said, listen, I'm, I, I get it. Um, I've already had many conversations about pricing, many of the same conversations I'm telling you today with the management company. And they just, they, they believe and buy into the same thing that everybody else does as well. We have to be competitive. We have to be like everybody else. And that's not the case. So I said, okay, let's do this. Just do it and let's see what happens. Well, immediately our property showed that we had at or better occupancy than everybody else. We didn't book out way far in advance. Most of our prop, most of our bookings came within 30 days, and but we were getting double the rate everybody else was getting. And and so a month goes by, two months goes by, three months goes by. Well, that was almost a year ago now, and we've been double what everybody else is. And we told that's that's the instructions we give the management company. Just keep our prices double what everybody else is at, because right now we know that demand is higher than supply. Now, that strategy is kind of a short-term strategy, but it's one we can take advantage of right now. And it's one that I think all of you should be taking advantage of right now because all, we're making double the money all of our neighbors are making. We're making double the return on investment that our neighbors are making because everybody is doing the same thing. Everybody's thinking, okay, well, I can't, I can't do that because 
I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna book it out. My occupancy is gonna be low. Whatever whatever they story they tell themselves in their mind, they think that they have to compete on price. You don't have to compete on price. If you don't have a good product and you don't understand the market, then you have to compete on price because you didn't do your homework to understand why this works. And that's what I want to tell you today. This doesn't, I don't, I'm not going to tell you to just blindly follow me, right? Go do your research and I'm going to show you exactly how to do it here in just a minute. But the point is demand is higher than supply. Brian Chesky came out at the end of the fourth quarter last year and said, hey, listen, we're not even advertising for new guests to come use our platform to book properties. He said, we are millions of homes short of supply, or excuse me, millions of homes short of demand right now on Airbnb. On Airbnb alone, only one platform, he said there are millions of homes short. The only advertising we're gonna do is to try to get hosts on our platform so we can get more, more properties on our platform to handle this, the, 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 the demand that's out there for the guests that want to stay in short-term rentals. That's a really good indication that, hey, this is a, the, I mean, just that alone tells me, okay, that's a, that's a good indication that, that demand is more than supply. So, but we'll take it a step further. What I, this property specifically, we started having some of our neighbors call us and like, hey, how are you, how are you doing? You know, I mean, I see you guys are double, does any, but I see people are in and out of your property. And so we shared it with them. Well, one of our neighbors, one, and I think we had probably a half a dozen reach out to us that I, that I spoke to directly. I'm sure the management company had more than that, asked them about it. But one of our neighbors did the same thing and said, okay, we're going to do what you guys are doing because if, if you're getting it, we're, we want to try. And they did this toward the end of last year. Well, I, I called him uh, a week or two ago and, and talked to him and said, how's it going? You know, how's it working for you? He said, it's awesome. We're, our occupancy didn't dip at all and we're making double the money. And so my point to this is most people are going to play the price game. Most people are going to be in a race to the bottom. That is not a game you can win unless you can be the, this is a Dan, uh, a Dan Kennedy, you know, philosophy, unless you can be the lowest price person in a market and still make money, there's no reason to be the second lowest person. That should not be any part of your strategy. Now you got to figure out how to be the highest price person. And so that's what we're trying to do. And right now, you don't even have to do a whole lot. And this is why I did this experiment last year with this property was you don't have to be do all these other things you should be doing, which is have a great property, create a unique experience, set it up beautifully to deliver this unique experience to your guest, and then charge more. Right now, the, right now the market allows you to take advantage of pricing just by just you can price it higher than everybody else. Now, there's going to be a couple things that happen. And this is where people get nervous about it. One, we talked about that security before, right? It's nice to see your calendar full pretty far out in advance. But we we live in a game where the short we're in a short-term rental game where there is average lead times and average booking times. Most markets are going to be probably between 40 and 60 days is going to be your average lead time for bookings. And so if you're booking out further than your average lead time, you're probably booking out because you're because you're cheap, right? You're too you're too low of a price. The the cheapest properties in most of those cases or the, in most markets are going to be the ones that book first. So sure, your property is not going to book way far out in advance with this strategy. Our property at double the price is definitely not the first property being booked. Now, and that's okay though. 
what we do is we are going to get a lot closer to that, that average lead time. And frankly, we're going to get on the opposite side of the average lead time in most cases. And we're going to book it a lot closer to when somebody's coming in. But a lot of people in today's environment book last second. Well, because we're short of supply of homes, when somebody decides they want to book a property two weeks out or three weeks out, they have a very limited supply. And now you're not having to compete with all of those people that are at 150 a night because they're all booked. They're all gone. And so your guest is saying, okay, well, these are, these are my nice property options. Now you want to, like my, my goal and our philosophy is I'm going to deliver double the value with a better property, a better experience, everything else. But last year I made the point with this property, I removed all that stuff. We kind of took this stuff out so that I didn't have the argument of, well, it's because you did all this other stuff. And I should have probably just left it on and said, yeah, do that stuff, right? But I was trying to prove the point of pricing alone. And now that we're going into the busy season, I want to start talking about that again because so many of you with properties are booking too far out in advance. And it feels good and it's great but you're leaving a lot of money on the table by doing it. So if you're wanting to maximize your asset and you maximize your property, you should really look at this strategy. There's a, we have a, we have a group of members that all own properties down in Destin, Florida. Some of the most profitable properties that, that our, our membership group owns, we call them kind of the Destin Mafia. Well, there's one management company down there that helps them with their properties. And he does one thing really well is this strategy. He prices the properties a lot higher. Their average nightly rate is way above the, the average in the area, but their average lead time is way shorter than the average. And he does a, a phenomenal job of just taking advantage of this strategy. So this is one strategy that we're gonna talk about. Logically, hopefully it makes sense, right? Supply is less than demand. And the cheaper properties are gonna book out first. The, the better and more expensive properties are going to book out closer to the closer to the you know the time when somebody's coming in and staying. And the closer you get to that, the more you can charge because most of these areas are operating at a really high occupancy. Some of these areas are, I mean, by the time that, that you're within a week, most of those, a lot of these areas are 100% occupied. So there's nothing available. You can't go get a property in a lot of these areas within a week. Well, if you're the only the only game in town and somebody really wants to come, they're going to pay your rate, right? They're gonna and your rate should be a lot higher than the average nightly rate. And so it's a it's a strategy. Again, like I said, that doesn't work in every market condition. This is a you know short-term strategy that works while demand is so high. But why not take advantage of that, right? Why not take advantage of the the, the demand that's out there so that you can maximize your revenue. And with a very simple tactic, frankly, it's something that you can do really, really, really simple and something that you can do immediately. This is something you can just go set your prices higher. But that being said, I'm going to we're going to dive into AirDNA and I'm going to I'm going to pull it up here. Just give me one second. OK, I've got AirDNA pulled up. And for those of you that don't know what AirDNA is, AirDNA is a, is a data analytics tool that we use in the short-term rental game. And you all, it's a third-party platform. It's not exclusive to us. Any of you can go out and look into it. It's AirDNA.co and go, and go check it out. You're going to see I'm on an overview page right here. For those of you that are, that are listening, I'm on an overview page. I'm in St. George, Utah. This happens to be the, the market of that property I was talking to you about. And so I want to show you some of the things that we're looking at. 
If you're on a free version, you're not going to be able to see this. And you can, so if you if you own a property, you and you're taking this game serious, you ought to be you ought to be looking at these things anyway. So go subscribe to your area. You can do it month to month, uh, and every area has a little bit different pricing. But go look at your area. They're going to show you a market grade, average daily rate, occupancy, revenue in an area, kind of of the overall market. But that doesn't really tell you what you need to know. You need to dive in to the details of the market. So in this particular case, one of the things that I want to know is what is the average lead time in the area, right? You heard me talk about that. What, how far out in advance are people booking? And you know, since COVID happened, lead times shrunk significantly, right? Now all of a sudden people, people don't book out unless it's a large group or it's a major holiday, like 4th of July or whatever, and, and, and you're traveling with a large group, a lot of people, they, they don't, they're like, okay, we're going to book in a, a shorter time frame because we don't know. I mean, you know, I know a lot of the travel restrictions are starting to go away, hopefully, and we're getting on the other side of this COVID. But for the last two years, there's been a lot of restrictions. There's been a lot of different things that you could and couldn't do. And so people were just saying, okay, I'm going to wait and see until it, it gets a little bit closer. So we've seen lead times come down. And and as a marketer, as a as somebody that owns a property and somebody's booking, the average booking lead time is really important information for me to know. So if you have a property and you don't know that in your area, well, shame on you for not diving into some of these details. And now all of a sudden you're just you're just relying on the market to feed you your fair share. And so I'm interested in my own fair share. And by doing that, we have to understand what we're actually looking at and going after. So on AirDNA, you can dive into this AirDNA, and, and I'm not gonna dive into all of these things because we're talking about one thing today. We're gonna go down to this section called seasonality. And I'm gonna click on seasonality. And AirDNA gives me a lot of different information in the seasonality section. The first thing I want to know is the average booking lead time, like we talked about. Right here on this on this sheet, it says, and it shows me your average booking lead time month to month. So right now it's showing me in January, the average, the average lead time for all the properties booked in January is 55 days. So not that far, right? 55 days out. Then what it also does, for those of you listening, is it shows me a percentage of that of those that app those averages of how far out in advance they booked. 17% of the properties booked more than 90 days out. 6% Six, uh, 6% of the properties booked 60 to 90 days out. 10% of the properties booked 30 days out. 11% between 15 and 30 days out. 12% between 7 and 14 days. And 44% of the properties booked in January booked within a zero to six day window of the, of the time that they're staying. So from zero to six days between from when they're coming in to stay. That's really, really low. So if I know that most of the market is waiting and I also know that, that we're gonna have a really high occupancy, why do I wanna book so far out at a low price? I don't, right? And so I, what I can do in this, in this case is I can go hover this over this graph and I can go and I can pull this up for every single month. And you'll see that some months have shorter lead times, some months have longer lead times. And so, based on where I'm at in the season and where I'm going into, I, I can see that the lead times are a little bit, they're, they're extended out. And so average days to book in April, 44 days. So it's starting to drop. Average days to book in May, 46 days. So what I want to know about that is if my average time to book in my market is 44 days, 
I don't, I'm not really that worried if I'm booking 90 days out, 120 days out, or even 50 days out. I want to be at or below my average lead time or my average booking lead time for my area for one reason is it's going to set me up and allow me to let all of those really cheap properties book out before me. So, you know, in this, in this case, there's 971 active listings. Well, out of in 971 active out of 971 active listings, it, once I get down to you know a week or two weeks, I'm instead of competing with 900 people, almost a thousand people, I'm probably only competing with 50 or 60, and it's much easier to stand out in that crowd. It's much easier to charge more. All of those different things. So just understanding your average lead time in the area is really really critical. If you actually subscribe to this tool you can start to see and look at different uh, other things like pacing, right? This is really, really good to understand is we can see we, the, how many booked listings are in my area and what percentage of those booked listings are. And right now we're, we're in February and it is February 17th. And so this will prove a, a, an example really quickly for you. I hover over this chart. The occupancy for February 18th is 96%. The occupancy for February 19th, 97%. The occupancy for um, February 20th, 95%. So you can see there's 1,200 active listings. There's only 66 available right now. They will probably all get booked up and they're probably gonna, those people are gonna book at a really high rate. And so when you wonder why some properties like when, if I go on to this AirDNA, I can look up the top properties in an area. Well, you'll notice that their average nightly rates are way higher than everybody else's. And sometimes they're not the nicest properties. We assume that the best and nicest properties are the ones that charge the most. And we naturally think, okay, well, there's somebody that's like me. I need to be competitive with them. Those other properties I can't, I, I'm not gonna compete with. That's not the case. The, the top properties, the top producing properties in the area, sometimes you go look at this and you're shocked. When we teach our members how to do their underwriting and their analysis, they're shocked to see, man, some of the top properties in the area are not even the nicest properties. More often than not, they're not the nicest properties. They understand a lot of these different strategies that we're talking about, and pricing is one of them that puts a lot more money in your pocket. The other thing that is really interesting to look at here is you're gonna see the available rates and the book rates going down, right? You can also see the booking trends, like how many of these properties were booked in the last seven days. How many, and you can see on this graph, if those of you that are watching this on YouTube, those of you that are listening, this graph shows me these spikes in different times of the, at different times of the year. Like this, this market, I know that like Ironman's coming in and you see a big spike in, in, the, um, in the bookings way far out in advance in, into May. Well, most of the market is already gonna be booked out for May. We're gonna be really high priced. Like for this example on this property, we're almost $900 a night for our property that we normally charge $300 a night because there's a major event in the area and we know that that week is going to book out. It's already almost completely full. Um, and, and it's fun to be able to see this when and have these tools. So yes, we make these like I, I've talked about this kind of overall strategy, but there's really some there's really some reasons behind it. And I don't want to take this into a, a full training on air DNA and, and everything else. What I want to make the point of is for those of you that own properties going into your busy season right now, 
go in and do a little research and find out the average occupancy at the time you know are you in a really hot going into a high occupancy season most of these markets are really high occupancy you know I, people brag about like i said this before people brag about 90 percent occupancy 85 90 percent 95 percent occupancy on a short-term rental over over the year and that's that's too high you guys in this game you that means you're priced way too low if you've got that high of occupancy now and during your peak seasons sure you're going to have really high occupancy but during that during that season that's when you should be putting a lot of your revenue in your pocket as well because you should take advantage of that really high occupancy you should understand your average lead times you should understand the pricing that is out there in the market you can see like how much how much of the market is booked on this on this one you can we can actually go look and some of these other graphs i can see that okay in May, for example, when this Ironman comes in, 70% of the market is already, 70% of the properties are already booked out in a market that has a 44-day average lead time. Well, that tells me that that's going, those properties are going to sell out and all the cheap ones are going to be gone. And the smart the people, or at least in my opinion, the smart marketers and the people that are trying to maximize their properties, I, I, I guess, if that's not your property goal, then that's not your property goal. But those of us that want to really maximize our investments, which I do because we're paying more for properties, where everything else is going up in cost, and we can really take advantage of this supply and demand issue on the short-term rental game to put a lot more money in our pocket and ultimately go reinvest in other properties, pay this one down, whatever those property goals look like. So I challenge you, if you don't know this information in your market, go dive in, figure it out, and then put a strategy in place that says, okay, I'm gonna be X amount higher than, than the averages in the market, right? This, this, is, this will actually help you if you're trying to go figure out your rates. You can, go, you can go put that in there and see what everybody else is doing. I don't really care so much about what everybody else is doing other than it gives me a good baseline of saying most of the time I can get a lot more than that. And, and a lot of times I just start with double, which is crazy, right? Most people are like, that's nuts. So I just challenge you more than anything is to have a pricing strategy in place and understand why you're doing it. Understand some of those details about your market. If you don't understand that, now you're just guessing. Now you're just saying, hey, I heard this guy, Sean, on a podcast or on YouTube, and he told me to do this. If you don't understand why you're doing it and what the market actually um, is going to support you to do in that market, like if, if you're, you know, those are, there are details that you need to dive into to understand, but I challenge you to figure that out because you're going to put a lot more money in your pocket. We're going into another season where we're going to see high occupancy, really high demand, and low inventory. If you have a property, take advantage of that. You can charge more and put it in your pocket. This is not going to last forever. Eventually, supply is going to catch up with demand. It's market, you know, capital markets always fluctuate and change. And this is a short-term strategy. Maybe it lasts a year, maybe it lasts two or three more years. However long it lasts, take advantage of it and put a little bit more money in your pocket while you can. And so I challenge you to go do that. I hope this was helpful. I hope this is, um, this you understand kind of why I'm saying this, what I'm getting at here. And that maybe maybe just kind of remove yourself from that security a little bit that feels good to get everything booked out really far in advance. And if you if you put your prices up and you're still getting um, booked out really far in advance, raise them again, put them up a little bit more. And so, but but I I don't want to see you just like booking your whole year out at a really low rate because you will do that too. 
you're going to book out. The cheap properties are going to book out. And they're going to book out before you if you do implement the strategy. Just know that. They could be... They could be nicer properties than yours. They could be worse properties than yours. The property is going to be irrelevant. A lot of people are just going to, they'll book out if they're cheaper priced. And there will always be people priced cheaper and lower than you are. And so why play that game? If you can't make money being the lowest priced person in the market, don't play that game. So guys, as always, thank you for joining me on this episode of the Odyssey Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. I always enjoy talking to you and having you guys listen. You're the best part of this show. If you got any value out of this, share this with somebody you know. Those things do help us on whatever platform you're finding this on, YouTube or the podcast. And leave us a review. Give us a rating. Leave us a review. Um, if you have any any questions or advice, you can also type them in the in the show notes and the comments, and we'll get to them. You've heard me um, once in a while. We get questions in there, and we always try to address them on the podcast the next episode. So, as always. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. And go pick one thing that you can do today, and hopefully it's pricing your property higher, but go pick one thing you can do today to start living that life that you don't want to take a vacation from. Cheers, my friends. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. Share this with other people you think need to hear about it. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Hey, Grace, is there a website? Yes! For more amazing content and expert advice, visit bodicey.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.